On the phone right now, we have from Bruins Daily, he's the managing editor at Bruins Daily, Tim Rosenthal. Follow him on Twitter, underscore Tim Rosenthal. And you can also follow Bruins Daily on Twitter. It is featured on Boston.com. Tim, first of all, hope your holidays are going well. And uh, the Bruins obviously coming off a loss, but I understand there's still some things to be very encouraged about considering they have won you know, three of their last four and they're getting healthier, right? Yeah, it is the season to be healthy. Uh, <laughs> they just got Patrice Bergeron back on Saturday, and it looks like Jake DeBrusque, Zadeo Chara, and Kevin Miller are all on the men. All three could be uh, playing Thursday against the uh, Devils coming out the uh, Christmas break. We'll know a lot more tomorrow. They still have their today's their last day on the Christmas break, and they're completely off. But come morning skate tomorrow, we'll find find out if all three are in, if one or two of three of the in, or if they're still going to need a little bit more time. But an encouraging sign, nonetheless, that all, everyone's practicing right now. Hey, it doesn't hurt uh, to get Bridgeron back after 16-game absence and he gets two goals. Not bad. Every time he comes back from a lengthy absence, it seems like he makes an immediate impact, doesn't he? I mean, it, uh, you look earlier in the preseason, I mean, he didn't even have skate in the preseason. He comes back uh, immediately. Uh, three games in, he notches a hat trick. So uh, there's a lot of amazing things Patrice Bergeron has done throughout his NHL career. I think coming back from injury or what any time with the lengthy absence and picking up right where he left off, I think that's the amazing thing to me about him. More so than the four Selkies, to be honest. Yeah, you really. Know, that's those are impressive in and of itself. I remember the first year they come out of training camp and I, there's this chatter. I think they're going to keep this young kid, this uh, Bergeron kid. And because uh, there's nothing to him anyway, even still. he's so he, he, When he's outside his pads, he looks pretty small. But uh, anyway, and I remember thinking, huh, well, now this guy's going to be. And every year, my kids are across the hockey kids and they go, how old is Bergeron now? We keep looking, thinking, that's, a, that's it? We forget he started when he was just a puppy. I mean, he started when he was 18. He's the longest tenured Bruin, too. Oh, and yeah. he said, with 33, he's going to be 34 soon. And I don't see any signs of him slowing down right now. Now, eventually, every player goes through some sort of decline. So, Dale Tarr has, too, uh, even though he's at 41. But I think for his age and the amount of minutes he's playing and the importance he still has on this team, I don't think it's been as sharp of a decline as everyone projected it to be. And I think um, that's the reason why the Bruins are pre- uh, pretty successful right now during his uh, last few, probably on the uh, back nine of his career there. Do you think there's ever a, a chance that uh, if Chara is still here, that Bergeron would be the captain? Or do you think that's going to have to be after Chara leaves? That, I think, would be a 50-50 uh, proposition here. And I think you could toss a coin because, yes, I do think um, Bergeron would be one of those guys that gives Charles the benefit of the doubt if he's still here. I think he thinks uh, Charles deserves to be captain. And then when you talk to us, we're saying, hey, Bergeron's going to be captain sometime soon, right, whenever Charles retires or whatnot. But I, as long as Charles is here, I think uh, he's going to be the captain. That's just my guess. But sure. Stranger things have happened. So, listen, guys are starting to come back, and uh, we all think, you know, 
they're going to come back and act just like Bergeron does. Well, that's not true. <laughs> some guys, no. it takes them uh, quite a bit longer to work their way in. What, what have you seen from the guys that are starting to come back? Well, I've seen them in practice, and they look engaged. They're, um, all of them are back uh, wearing uh, regular contact jerseys, not just um, riding on contact jerseys. In fact, uh, Darren Chower, at first day, was supposed to be a re- wearing a red no-contact jersey, but they couldn't find a, um, a um, jersey big enough for him, a red no-contact jersey, so he had to wear the regular jersey. But but uh, from what I've seen, they've looked uh, pretty engaged. They haven't – I wouldn't say – it's tough to judge at practice how they look and how they don't look. Until you see them in a game, uh, we probably won't get the full extent of how they look coming off an injury, but at least at practice, uh, you've – get a sense of um, a sense of willingness, I guess, and uh, all three have shown that willingness to compete, I guess, you know, given the circumstance. Now, there's some chatter that uh, they're going to break up that top line and go uh, put put Heinen on the top line, see if they can get him going. And of course, if DeBrus can come back, uh, he's been a bright spot uh, until he got hurt, put him back with the second line. Uh, with the I can't remember. Is that Pasternak going to go with Krejci? Is that what they're going to do? Uh, there's a rumor there that's going to be Krejci, Pasternak, and uh, DeBrusque, yes. But there's another rumor that we're going to see DeBrusque move back, I, I should say Pasternak, move back up to the top line, which um, we saw a little bit in Carolina when they were trailing. Uh, Cassidy really needed to get a spark from his team, and he thought he could do it from the top line. Not uh, by moving Pasternak up to the top line, rather. It's not going to happen every night, but I do think eventually you're going to see Pasternak back up on that top line. Maybe it depends on the lineup that he faces uh, and the opposition that he faces. Does he go top-heavy against a team like the Maple Leafs, who have uh, some high-octane players like John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, William Nylander is back. Does he go top-heavy against the Lightning? Does he even do go, go with the top-heavy lineup against the improved Sabres squad with Jack Eichel and um, Jeff Skinner there? It's going to be interesting to find out. I don't know if it's going to be a consistent basis or if Cassidy's really going to uh, roll the dice and uh, keep switching lines here. I mean, I like the, that top line together. I think the missing ingredient, and we've been talking about it for a while now, since really the end of last year in the playoffs, is a right wing to go with the Brusque and Krejci. Uh, they they need that tough winger, I think, that uh, can knock people around and get the puck in the corner and kind of old school, if you will. Yeah, and they thought they had that with uh, when training for Rick Nash last year. Unfortunately, he suffered another concussion. Might have been even a career-ending concussion at this point of his career. Uh, so that didn't work out, but I think you have a little bit of virus beware if you're Sweeney. This year, especially uh, given last year where he gave up that first-round pick to get Nash, but I do think they need an upgrade there, absolutely. Now, there's been chatter about Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Is that, I mean, it's going to take something to get him, of course. Oh, yes. And who do you give up, right? I'm sure St. Louis will be looking for a guy like Jake DeBrusque or even a Charlie McAvoy and, or even a David Pasternak, and that's a non-starter no. to begin with. Well, I think all three of those guys probably. I, I think that's the core of what you're going to go forward with, to be honest. Oh, absolutely. Uh, McAvoy seems to have come back uh, from injury pretty well. 
Yeah, see, I roughed out against Carolina. I, uh, I jabbed a gap in the uh, first period there uh, when they were leading two nut. When the Bruins were leading two nothing, that seemed to start the um, shift the tilt the ice and shift the momentum in Carolina's favor. Then um, made a costly turnover in the second period and got uh, muscled on a puck. Um, there, uh, uh, that led to a two-on-one. That led to another pair of Carolina goals, and from there they were running. But uh, aside from that, I think he's looked very good. He's been engaged. He's been moving the puck quickly. He's um, p- played pretty well with uh, Matt Grizzlick going uh, a little bit of a reunion there, going back to their BU days. And I think um, once he gets paired with the uh, car again, that's really going benefit him in the long run, as well as it will benefit Chara, having a young puck mover like McAvoy, who can also hold his own on the defensive end most nights. Tim, the uh, it seems to me that, because Carlo's been hurt for the playoffs the last two years, but he seems to have started to really assert himself a little. Absolutely. I think this year in particular he's um, getting a little more engaged in the offensive end, I think more so than his first two years. He's not going. He's not a good puck mover per se. He's not uh, offensively gifted uh, 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 defenseman there. But at the same time, you um, you if you're Bruins, you're struggling for goals. You'll take them any way you can. I think Carlo uh, is at least showing that he can uh, be engaged in the offensive end as well. And maybe he's had some hiccups on defensive end from time to time. But I think he's been stout since his return for sure. I don't know if you've had a chance to keep an eye on it, but uh, I saw an article yesterday, I think, maybe the day before, about the uh, Junior World Championships and the Bruins having six six people that they've drafted that are in that, that uh, the playoffs. Yes, and that's always an exciting time for any hockey fan. And uh, this year in particular, you've got six Bruins uh one of them being Euro Bakken, and um, he's come. He just recently came back from injury, came back from his concussion. The Bruins loaned him for Team Finland for a couple of weeks. He'll probably return back to Providence. But he's one guy I'm intrigued to see in particular because he's uh, throughout his career he's played against older players, especially um, during his time in uh, Finland and the Finnish Pro League he was in. He was playing against guys for. Uh, at least five, six, seven, eight, maybe even ten years older than him, and more than held his own. And I think when you that should translate pretty well when you you're going against guys uh, of the same age, same caliber, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. There, and that's uh, he could be an X factor for Finland for sure. And then you look at Jack Stanika up in Canada. He's been tearing it up in juniors this, uh, this season. I think he's going to be a guy to watch for for Team Canada, and I. Expect him to be a Bruin by next season. Wow. Yep. So any any other, you know, I, mean, I always ask you about rumors about trades other than the Tarasenko one that I think is out of reach. They're not giving up all those young guys to get a guy that, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. What, what are you thinking? Is there anything that you, you think might actually happen? There's one name being thrown around in uh, several of these uh, uh Prognosticators articles, these trade prognosticators that, and that's by the guy uh, by the name of Jeff Carter out in uh, Los Angeles, who's um, 33, so he's uh, a little bit toward the back nine of his career, but uh, he's he's 
a proven goal scorer, a proven playoff performer. He could probably help you in the top six for at least this um, this season. I don't know what his contract situation is, but he's a little younger, maybe not as much of a power forward as the Rick Nash type, but he can uh, shoot the puck pretty well. And, yes, he might be a little bit of an, on a decline at this point of his career, but I also think uh, if you uh, – the right price is there, and they shouldn't. Uh, they definitely shouldn't give up a similar price like they did with Rick Nash last year. But the price is there; you go for it. Yeah, I, I think. And the other thing is, a change of venue might help him. You know, when you're, you had a Los Angeles team that was pretty good three years ago, and then suddenly they've hit the skids, mm-hmm. and to come to a place that's always going to be excited about their hockey, and uh, you're not fighting the glitz and the good, or they're playing hockey and excited about it on a team that's going to be in the playoffs, hopefully. So that might help him. Yeah, and earlier in his career, he played pretty well out in Philadelphia at the beginning of his career for three or four years there. So I'm sure he'd love to have a good hockey market again, Not uh, nothing against Los Angeles. I think mm-hmm. he really built up that market, especially after the Gretzky trade and especially after their run of success this decade. But I think uh, coming back to him, an original six squad would be certainly be intriguing for Carter. All right, Tim Rosenthal from Bruins Daily. Bruins back in action tomorrow, hosting New Jersey at 7 p.m. Thanks so much. Yes, thank you. And next week I'll probably be calling you uh, after the Winter Classic. I'll still oh, be in Chicago. Oh, that's right. Oh, we really not, didn't. So. Tim, we really didn't talk about that. Now, are you going to go? Yes, I'm leaving Sweet. Sunday and coming back Wednesday. So Wednesday, be you fun. can hear me from Chicago because that's where I'm staying. And awesome. Well, don't forget the time difference then. So. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Actually, there's a, a time difference between South Bend and Chicago. It's about an hour forty drive, but yeah, uh, Nordame is one of those uh, city. It's one of those uh, locations where you're on the East Coast half of the okay. year and then the Central time. All right, he's already scouted it out. Right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's confusing, but yeah, I, I understand. All right, Tim Rosenthal, thanks again. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, fellas. Take care.